Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the John G. Or Else podcast, coming to you from Sopolis, Michigan, on Stone Lake. I am who else? The Tommy Else, as always, coming to you from Skokie, Illinois, the man on the beat, the manufactured new media champion, Mr. John Robleski. Is it necessary to take a I, cheap shot like that? I'm, I'm just clarifying. It's not manufactured. Before you go running around telling everybody, because I know this is, you know, this is the first time we've really had a show, just the two of us, to talk since the, since you got your little your little belt and everything now. So, you, you know, know, I'm just, taking umbrage at your little your little backhand cheap shots. Did, did I ever <laughs> denigrate any of your big nut challenge? Did I did I take a shot at that? No, you, you made you, Steiner who, who ate one nut and bailed out. Did I say hey, about that? No, I I never bragged about it ever though either. I and never was I like I was never that? like yeah I did it man you know I get no I was glad I survived it and that was about the extent <laughs> of it. You know, you're the one who made a, you're the one who made a trophy out of the thing. You just you know every, every this guy loves a participation award. This guy loves the, the no. I love supporting my friends. Uh, uh, you know, a concept that you're not familiar with. Mm. I see, I see. Uh, so how are you today there, John? What's good? Are you having a busy day? No, I, as I mentioned earlier, I've been battling with the uh, cable company for the last, well, all day today, but for the last, like, two weeks. The, the cable, in my, cable in my bedroom, every, like, it, it you know, uh, restarts, re, you know, whatever, every day. And then, like, the last couple of weeks, it's been taking forever to, re, to restart. And then the last couple of days, it's not, or the last, like, four days, it hasn't come hasn't uh i've had nothing in my bedroom in in the on cable and i've been talking to them on and off for two weeks and i know you're smirking because i just said nothing in my bedroom yes <laughs> your infantile I, mind I, I didn't i you your words your, not mine. your, your so, words not mine I so the thing that bugs me is is two weeks ago when i first called them i said you know i moved in here five years ago it's the same first box it's the first box i ever had i should probably just come in and get a new box Oh, no, no, that's not the issue. And and I've been on the phone with them for countless hours, going back and forth, trying to fix things. And then today, do you know what the solution was? Would you like to take a guess? Let me guess. They You you probably need a new box. I need a new box. So I, oh, I, man. I drove up to the place, got a new box. 15 minutes later, I had it hooked up in my place, and the cable's working fine now. Now, now can you tell us the provider that you're battling with? Uh, Xfinity. And I have yeah. no choice because it comes with my uh, condo association fees. Yeah, I. Uh, the th yeah, I haven't had like legit cable since like two thousand and three, um, but I everyone I know that that deals with Comcast, Xfinity, or whatever the hell they call themselves, you know, it's just a customer service nightmare. They're like, when it works, it works great, and it's really good. But it's like when it doesn't work. It's just an absolute nightmare every time to try to get things up and running and working the right way again. So I'm glad I don't have to deal with it, but I hear a lot of people talking about them. So well, it's amazing, but, and a lot of it, and a lot of it's the same situation as, as you in that it's just that's the only thing they can get where they're at, you know. So well, the thing that amazes me is apparently I had like a, a team of like 50 people, the people working on this. 
I talked to no less than 10 different people and because they'll call me back and yeah. go like, well, this is, you know, Joe, the technician, and you, know, you should do this. I go, well, the last guy said not to do that. Well, uh, yeah, but see, you know, when the service call comes in and blah, 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 and so it goes to me and I'm the next tech. And uh, so this is what I suggest. And then like two hours later, Barbara calls me and says, oh, no, no, you shouldn't do that. Do this. So it, yeah. it's just been like one like cluster after another. I'm hoping that now it's solved, but we'll see. Well, I'm sure many people out there can relate with your frustration. So feel my I, pain. I I get my internet through AT&T and for the most part, I will say I've been usually pretty happy with anything that I had to go through. It's gotten better over time. I've also had way less issues too. I so maybe just the service has been better, but on the rare occasion where I actually needed to call and find out what the hell's going on. They usually are able to get it. The only, the only thing, honestly, the only times anything really major goes down is when they they do need to like put in a new box or a new router or something like that. And that's it. You know, it's fair. It's rarely something I can fix on my end. It's something that just crapped out or something. So, but they, you know, it's within a day or so they get somebody out there. I mean, they're pretty new about it. So, yeah. You know, well. I had uh, I had the same service in my house for twenty five ish years when I lived in the house, and I, I could like maybe five times had an issue in twenty five years. Uh, you know, like more than like obviously the cable goes out once in a while. We know that. Too. Well, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, right. But in terms of major issues, like I, I don't even remember any really. And I've had just like since I moved into here five years ago, it's like the, the cable go out for three hours, for six hours, for a day, it's just ridiculous. Well, I would still argue that you have major issues, but anyway. Um, wow. We, uh, we So the distance part really isn't softening your edge. You're just taking shot. I, I'm on the ropes and you're just, you're just handling <laughs> me. Uh, so uh, a few episodes back. I hope you don't drown. Take it easy there, buddy. What is this? I got a message here. I don't want to do an update. No. Yeah, that's good. Why don't you look at that while we do a podcast? Wait, you can keep going. I'm talking to you. And I'm listening. <laughs> I can clear that away. Oh, what? I, I, you know, you weren't able to get another cheap shot in the last 10 seconds. I'm trying to get somewhere here. And, and you know. You got to get all defensive about anything I say, you know. Well, on the ropes. On the ropes. So anyway, several episodes back. <laughs> yes. Yes. We had uh, Mr. Merle Ramsey on the show. We and did. He came out. Hardcore and he Harry. Hardcore Harry. And we had him on. We were talking to him about uh, uh, his ring rental uh, business that he Runs, but we also discussed an upcoming match that he was going to have against one of my old rivals, Mr. B.D. Smooth. Smooth has worked for uh, Merle for, you know, several, I mean, close, it's well over 10 years now, I'd say. I think is what he said, basically, like 2011 to now. So that's 10 plus years. And uh, they had a match in a steel cage. And uh, apparently, uh, Prior to this, Merle had fired Smooth, and so they were going to settle this match in a, in a cage. And if uh, if BD Smooth w wins, he gets his job back. 
So I thought it was important that we report on the results of that match. Um, BD Smooth did come out victorious, which lined, which lined up with the polls we took on that episode. <laughs> um, and not only regained his job, but has risen to CEO of rentawrestlingring.com now. But where does that leave Moral? Is Moral still in the company or did yeah, it, it, it would seem so company? i think i think i think uh i think smooth kept him on i think he kept him on you know but what but, uh, own the company still but but bd like we got to figure out this the structure well but i don't I, think Merle put his whole company ownership on the line i don't know man i don't know I, you know wild crazy stuff happens in wrestling never know it's yeah, true he might have he might have just you know he was on here talking about how great business was and how everything was going well maybe he just tanked it you know i mean granted he was going into a match with bd smooth it seemed like a safe bet you know so but uh you know i saw pictures of it it was a bloody affair uh so it looks like you know smooth at least earned the uh victory well so, unfortunately we don't know the whole story we don't know if there was chicanery we don't know you know, were you involved? Maybe you went to, to help your old partner because although you were rivals, he was also a, a big fan of yours. He ended up becoming a, a, a stalker fan. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was important that we updated everybody on the uh, smooth moral situation. And if anything changes, I you know, because you know they could have a rematch and perhaps Merle may regain control. You know, you never know. So. We'll see. Maybe BD will put the company up in other matches. You you could challenge him, and it could be you know, rent a ring or else. Rent a ring or else. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I would be fine with that. I would definitely not be the one setting up the ring, though. I'll tell you that. I would be hiring other people. I'd keep smooth on for sure. I'd keep Merle on. Um, you know, if you ever give up this this journalist. You know, thing you've been chasing. You know, you're happy to hire you as well. So, wow, thank you. It's, it's also big of you. Yeah, I think it's also important that we should note to everybody: um, we have uh, resurrected the YouTube channel. I believe we talked a little. We may have talked a little about it, but um, we resurrected the YouTube channel. There is uh, pinfalls and pinfalls retro on there, and then. Um, uh, interview episodes of the John G. Orals podcast and um, other future things to come. And then related videos. Uh, we saw our friend Cameron, uh, who is now going by the name Re uh, Regan Lydale. Uh, we saw her in her fifth match at uh, the Emporium. And uh, she took on GPA, a veteran of uh, freelance wrestling. And, and in a great match. I mean, it was at least 10 minutes, and uh, everyone has given her really positive reviews. Um, but that video is up on the YouTube channel. You can check that out. A uh, lot of views on it, and uh, good comments on just her performance, too. People leave comments on there and stuff. I've so, watched it. Uh, you'll I also. Probably, I probably saw it better there than I did in person because <laughs> I had yeah. a guy that was like six foot six standing in front of me. Yeah. Uh, you may also notice that we also we finally have a logo. It's finally happened. Finally have a logo. T-shirts are are in in the works. Um, candy Candy Rich 
Presley, uh, who did the logos for Eric St. Vaughn for Body Magic and Special Forces in Resistance Pro. Um, I, I took the concept to her and, and she did a great job of making a reality. And, you know, we had talked at one point about having sort of like cartoon versions of us or something like that somehow involved. And then I, that was like my roadblock. And so then that's when I decided like just a text only type of logo. And then as she was working on this, she just randomly sent me this banner where she had made cartoons of me and John. And I had never even brought it up to her about doing it or anything like that. And she sent them and I was like, that's perfect. I was like, that's great. It. Yeah, she did a really good job. Um, I love it. And I it's funny, I, 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 was showing, I was showing the artwork last night to some of the guys here. And uh, and they, all, they were all saying they're like, they're like, you know, I wouldn't know that it was you specifically if I didn't know it was you. But they're like, but I know who that guy is. <laughs> they're like the point of you, like that's that's John G for sure. I'm like, you know. Wow. So, I was going to say, like, I, you know, I mean, obviously, a lot of well, a lot of these guys, they they've seen your videos and they were at our pro shows and stuff. They know who you are and stuff. You know, some of them may even listen to the show. But they but thought really, that, like, I, I mean, it captured the spirit, and I love it. But I wouldn't say it's like, I mean, I don't know if people would know. Oh, hey, that's John G. Well, I don't know. That's what they said. So take it up with the guys here. You want me to go grab a few of them? They're, no, they're, they're roaming around the place. No, I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I, hey, I, I love the logo. That's that's all that really matters. Yeah. So. Yeah, so definitely, it's uh, the John G URLs uh, just on, on on YouTube. Just uh, put in the John G URLs podcast and on YouTube, and you'll will be there. T-shirts are forthcoming. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before we get the uh, before they're up in the Pro Wrestling Tees John G's Beat store. But we will <laughs> let everyone know. Uh, uh, you know, maybe by the time this thing airs, they'll actually be there. Yeah, but then if we and, and we'll just put the link in. There. I keep checking my phone to make sure it's waiting for the uh, the approve approval email. Yeah. Uh, no, she did a great job, and 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 the the idea behind it initially was I wanted something that was a little more like cartoony and playful, and so she kind of mixed the fonts of like, you know, that's all folks and the Warner Brothers type of thing, but also kind of like some cartoon like Cuphead style kind of font for like or else and um and it just worked really well and then she had a great another great idea which was to take that and make like a black and white version of it too like an old black and white cartoon and i was like that looks awesome that looks awesome and the thing is an old rule in in like making t-shirts especially like wrestling shirts is don't make white shirts but the gray, the gray logo just looks much better on a white shirt. Like we tried it on a black shirt, and it just, it just like fades into it or something. Yeah. Like that, you know, so uh, it needs to have that contrast. But it looks, it looks great. You just got to keep it clean. Don't eat, don't eat like you know sloppy joes. And, so we will shirt. have, we will have the color version for uh, at least initially. We'll have the color version on black and the the, yes. the white version on a white. Um, those will both be available for nineteen ninety nine. Yes, very reasonably priced. I mean, uh, considering what you'll be able to get for them on eBay, I, I think. Oh, uh, easy. Yeah. And 
And Especially, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, and for SATs often has sales. So either yeah. follow, uh, you know, when they do have a sale, we'll obviously put it up on the John GRL's network, social media stuff, and our own individual pages. So, um, you know, you, you could also wait until they have a, you know, usually 20% off sale. Yeah. So there you go. That's exciting. It is. Now, my only question is, I, I, I don't know. They don't make hoodies. I, I want. I would love that in a hoodie. I that would be a great hoodie, to be honest. Yeah, I love the logo. I'm very. I I would gladly wear all sorts of stuff with it. And you know, I, we got to make some some swag. We need some stickers. We need some you know buttons or something. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, places for that. That that yeah. would have to go to your end. But you know, I'm gonna see if they have to make hoodies. I know they make hoodies for other things. I don't know why they wouldn't make them. Why they wouldn't allow them in the in like my store, the the wrestler store. But um, once once it gets settled, I will email them and ask them if there's possibilities for that. Yeah, I I would definitely get a hoodie for sure, or even just like a zip up, you know, jacket or something like that. You know, whatever. Um, so I am currently, as I said before, here in Cassopolis, Michigan. And he has no idea where that is. No, I mean it's uh, you know I don't know half hour into Michigan. I mean it's not really like deep into Michigan. How do you spell Cassopolis? C A S S Opolis. <laughs> you're lucky. Uh, you're lucky. I had a lot of Greek friends. Um, I went to I'm, school I, I'm staying in a a, a lodge called the blue spruce if you google it you can check it out it's pretty cool you can see all the pictures of the inside and the outside of it and everything and it is planted right on uh stone lake uh which is the lake i almost drowned in last year that john keeps bringing up um may i interrupt yes please go ahead Sopolis is north of due north of elkhart um northeast of michigan kind of halfway between uh, Benton Harbor and Michigan City, but east of both of that, um, and way south of Kalamazoo. And yeah, so you, you basically you go up to Michigan City. Before you hit Benton Harbor, you take a, an east turn and go for probably about 20 minutes and you're in Cassopolis. Yeah, all right. One of, us, one of us needs to know these things. Hey, I, I followed the GPS and I'm here. That's all I need to do. I don't have yeah, that's the trouble with you kids. You follow GPS, and what happens if GPS goes out? Then you're then you're I'm oh, screwed. I don't, no, I'm, I'm screwed. I don't know. Just, yeah. I won't be into work for a while. Um no, so anyway, I'm I'm here on what we call Guys Weekend, which is now really more of a week. Um, but it started as a long weekend, kind of a Labor Day thing. And um it, the participants are mostly people I've known since I was in like the seventh grade and, and up from there through high school. Um, and some of their younger brothers and, and, are, are, and their friends and stuff are here too. So guys like my bro, my brother would, would know, he'll know, he would know, every, he'd know everybody here actually. Um, but uh, so that's, they do this once a year. They've been doing it for about at least 10 years now, I think. Uh, this is only my second year making it out for it, um, but uh, it's uh, so this place is it's a lodge. I mean, it's got I think like I don't know how like ten or twelve rooms or something like that. Um, the room I'm in is a shared room, so it's got 
two sets of bunk beds and then a, a regular bed, which I've already cleaned. And no, wait, uh, how did that go? How did you clean the regular bed? It's first come, first serve. And the first day, some guys like some like so. Yesterday was the first day, but some guys don't get here until like tonight or tomorrow. Like got work or whatever. So when they get here, they end up taking whatever's left over, you know. But I got here first, and so I get the big bed. Do you get to pick um, the room, or is it this is your room? You pick your bed. Well, here's the thing. So there's rooms like my, like this one where it's got you can sleep five people, and if I wanted to squeeze another person in my bed with me uh, but uh the uh other but there's other rooms that are singles too now the singles go to the veterans you know it's a it's a it's a hierarchy so you know if you if you if, if you are from guys weekends past you get first dibs on the single room but you also pay more if you have a single room too if you're in a shared room you don't have to pay as much you know to split and everything we send we get a big list of everything that we're going to need for food and everything and then we send a bunch of dudes off to costco and then they buy everything and they come back with like pounds of bacon and like a hundred eggs and <laughs> you know and all this stuff um you know and we have amongst us quite a few chefs and so we are continuously making breakfasts lunch, oh dear god you're not going to make a hot dog are you no, I'm actually I am I am doing dinner tonight, uh, but I am making my chili. So oh, nice. Yeah, and everyone, yeah, it's in the slow cooker right now. It's got about four more hours still, I think. But uh, yeah, everyone's pretty excited about it. So no, I did not do I did not do a hot dog omelet. Um, but in the morning though, I mean, like there's the waffle makers going. There's pancakes, there's like everybody's just cooking stuff. You know, it's just the, the kitchen's going like all the time. And so, but we've got a schedule too. Like, so and so's in charge of dinner this night and he's making this. And it's like, so we know what all the meals are going to be. Like, Saturday night is always um, New York strip steaks and baked potatoes and corn or something like that. You know, last night was taco night. Uh, one of the guys, George, makes a real great spread for tacos and now we have so much left over that people are just still making tacos during the day today um are there any vegetarians or vegans among the group i don't believe so no that's interesting you would think there'd be one no and we got about 15 or so people here and uh it's uh yeah it's a big place so there's a game room well what it's really a theater to be honest it's about like three rows of like couches and then a big monitor or a big um, drop down screen and a projector. And that room also has a pool table in it. But what we do is, is we uh, hardwire all of our video game systems into the internet. And then we all bring monitors and uh, we all can sit in there. And that room is the game room. And that thing's going 24 hours a day. There's always somebody in there playing. Like you get up at like six in the morning, you know, and you'll see people who still haven't gone to bed yet. You know, and and there's people who like haven't woken up yet today too. And it's uh, I'm on Eastern time here, so it's almost three in the afternoon, and they'll probably start waking up in the next hour or so. No, it's almost four in the afternoon. Time is it by you? Two forty-seven. Oh, well, my computer I guess didn't switch over, so yeah, so it is almost four. So doesn't know the time, doesn't know the location. <laughs> I don't need to. I'm on vacation. 
I'm on vacation and I'm still here doing the show, man. You know, it's incredible. Well, it's a committee. It, it, it goes nowhere with me. Wow. Anyway, so uh, we also, the thing play, place comes with a boat. Uh, we went out for a spin in the boat this morning. Motor boat? Yeah. How well, like, boats? it's like a, uh, like 10 or 12 people. All right. So it's a, like a pontoon boat or whatever they call it. Oh. Well, wait, well, wait a minute. Does it... I mean, it's got a motor. It's got a motor on it. I mean, it's it's. But it's not a speedboat. It's more of like the uh, like you said, a pontoon. Yeah, right. Like you would take a tour on it, probably. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's not like you're gonna go. You know, yeah. No, a speedboat would hold like three, four people, or whatever. But um, no, it's anyway. It's a beautiful day here. Um, camera and just give you this is the view outside my bedroom right here very nice and uh yeah just the lower back there. um yeah so you know so we have all the food and everything and there's board games there's video games there's drinking there's smoking there's all sorts of just but it's also like you know you know it, we're all a bunch of guys in our 40s. A lot of these guys have kids and stuff. You know, we're not like. You're not, you're not going to tear down the house. We're not tearing down the house. No, we're very, like, as soon as we use the dish, we clean it. We, like, we're very, we're very good guests in this house. And this is, I don't know how many years they've reserved. The people who own this place actually own a few houses on this lake. And they've stayed in some of the other ones. And then as Guys Weekend got to be a bigger and bigger thing, they ended up having to come to this one, which is the biggest one on the lake. So, um, but we always have to reserve it a year in advance. And so I think we already have it for next year. Nice. Um, so, uh, but it's it's nice and it's fun. And it's, you know, like I said, I'm hanging out with a lot of people that, you know, I have known a long time, but don't get to see much of. I get to get away and not be at work and, you know, I don't have to think about anything. My neighbor's taking care of Lily, so I don't have to. I know she's in good hands, and uh, yeah, uh, so far just uh, having a good time. Are there any movie nights? You know, uh, there have been movie nights. Um, I believe Top Gun is going to be featured uh, sometime during this trip, and uh, what was another one? Uh, I remember what the other one was, but uh, I did hear I did hear there was going to be a Top Gun. Although I feel like we did that last year. I wouldn't have got a Top Gun. Yeah, no offense. I mean, it, it, it's not a statement, but it, it it wouldn't seem to be that. Like I see more of either like a party movie or like a you know superhero movie. No, this this is an interesting group of guys, and they just like that's that's very much their jam they really love just that that classic old school you know 80s fucking action movie type thing yeah right. i don't know uh but i feel like they watched it last year and i but they're gonna do it again this year i think last year they were getting ready for the new one and they were excited so they watched that and now they're watching you know they've seen the new one and now they want to go back and rewatch it again and i don't know I've only seen Top Gun once, and I thought it was all right. So it was all right, yeah. I wouldn't. But I mean, like for it. but for a lot of these guys, it's like they saw this as a kid, and they've seen it like a thousand times. It's like it's like Star Wars to them. Yeah, you know? it's like so. So when the new one came out, they were losing their mind, and they told me you got to go see it. I'm like, I just didn't care about the first one <laughs> enough 
to find out what happens afterwards, you know. So, but I, you know, everyone said it was great. So, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on here, Cassopolis, Michigan, Stone Lake. Very nice. Any fishing? Not for me. There's a guy who's been out here for about eight hours now, though, working all over the lake. Um, Catch anything? I don't know. I mean, he keeps, you know, he, you know, he sits, sits in a spot for about a half hour or something, moves over and finds a different area. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how he's doing. He looked annoyed when we were motoring <laughs> around, when we were motoring around the lake because we were doing laps. It's a big lake, but I mean, at some point you come back around to him and, you know, disrupt the water. But what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. So Wait, I went to, I went to a weird event last weekend. Yeah, it was, it was the wrestling showcase. It was part of the whole big wrestling in Chicago weekend, right? Yeah, I saw I saw pictures or something. Yeah. So I, I there was originally we it was originally supposed to my, my friend and I had uh, passes for the showcase, if you will, which is supposedly a meet and greet with some wrestlers, obviously, and then a, a, a you know a set of matches. So then. I think what happened was, I don't think they sold enough tickets. So they combined a couple events. They combined that with the money from Mongo live podcast or live streaming podcast, which was uh, Jim Ross, Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, Mick Foley, Jeff Jarrett, and Conrad Thompson hosting it. They're all oh, around. Yes. Yeah. And we had about maybe 200 people in this room. And it was wow. set up like a, a wrestling ring. That is one. That is one lineup but, right there, man. But here's like the weird, the first weird part. The first weird part was they're trying to raise money for Steve Mongo with Michael, former Bear, former wrestler for ALS. Yeah, yeah. So they're saying, you know, we, we they didn't collect from anybody in the audience. They like, you know, send in your money online, go online, or whatever. And I, you know, we were a bunch of us were talking like the, the power, the star power they had in the ring, and they were in there for an hour talking. If they were taking photos or signed autographs, those guys. They could have raised. There was two hundred people in the, in the attendance. They could have probably raised twenty grand just from us taking pictures. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But they so, didn't, none of them did. They you know, like they waste, wasted opportunity, huh? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And no, I, I I I agree. I agree. It's like yeah. I mean, if you really want to help the guy out, you know, it wouldn't take much just to go out there and you know do some photos and sign some autographs and stuff like that. They were I there mean, anyway. I mean, know? all yeah, all those guys. I mean, man. Yeah, and you got your audience right there. You got 200 guys that, that you know, are, are big into wrestling. They would have paid, you know, who knows, 50 bucks more, whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, if they're at that event, then they're obviously big enough fans there where they, you know, and, and then if they had advertised it ahead of time, too, they probably would have drawn more people, too. Yeah. So I mean, that, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know what their capacity was. I don't, maybe 200 is all. Well, for that room, it was probably about maybe 350. They had a okay. small ring. They had a twelve foot ring, which was really strange too, because um, uh -huh. they ended up wrestling in that. And then that was the whole thing too, where it's like uh, they were making these announcements. Well, uh, you know, you bought a ticket, but the ticket, you know, we had a rearranged thing. So if you had, you know, this seat, you might not have a seat. But go in there and claim whatever seat you want, and it's yours, unless somebody else already had it. And it was like, like nobody knew what the hell was going on. Right. But, yeah. you know, there wasn't enough people in there anyway, so it didn't matter. We all had whatever seats. Yeah. The meeting group was cool. It was like Chelsea Green and a bunch of uh, cool wrestlers. They were all cool. John Morrison and stuff. Um, or excuse oh. me, name now, Johnny Showcase, I think. I, I have kept up, yeah. But the wrestling was then, they had an eight-man tournament to, to crown the wrestling showcase champion. 
But then they had a one singles match with our pal Cal Hero versus somebody else from Ohio Valley, Luke Curtis. And then they had a women's match for the, uh, the MLW title was Taya Valkyrie versus Chelsea Green versus uh, De Deanna Perrazzo. So Karen Jarrett was the, the GM of the night. There was some chicanery during that match. She comes running out. I'm not going to let this match end like that. Things are going to be clean under my watch. We're restarting this match. They restart the match. It goes boom. Like within 10 seconds, Taya Valkyrie wins, and, and that's it. The men's match comes out, and, and I won't go into the whole thing, but there was this whole weird setup where Cardona was injured, but he was faking it. Now he's back in. It was screwed to Tonka completely, but uh, he didn't say – like, he didn't come out. Tonka was there. <laughs> Tonka was in the tournament, yeah. So – and even, even after all this weird stuff happened in the match, then – um, uh, Brian Myers, you know, Cardona's friend comes out and, and things got like really nuts. Karen Jarrett doesn't come out to, you know, to keep things clean during this match. She only did it during the women's match. So this match ended with a big cluster and, and Cardona, you know, walked out the champ. So it was like, it's the thing that bugged me is there, there was absolutely no consistency throughout the wrestling card. They made this big deal, a big announcement beforehand about if a wrestling gets injured, here's the procedure. And then a wrestler wrestler got injured, and they didn't follow the procedures at all. <laughs> wow, but, weird. Yeah, so it, you know, whatever. But um, yeah, so that was that was my strange uh, wrestling tale for the weekend. Hmm. Wow, that is bizarre. It, it yeah, it was yeah. a lot of big a lot of big names on it. How much was it to get into that thing? Uh, we paid like uh, um, like thirty bucks. But we weren't supposed to get into the, the money for Mongo thing. But again, right. I think they just so, didn't have enough people. But for the meeting, you had to pay the Well, if they didn't have enough people, then, then like I said, if they had advertised like you're going to be able to get, you know, photos or autographs and stuff like that, they would have packed that place. Oh, easy. They would have yeah. packed it. And if they were really trying to raise money for the guy, you think they would just, I mean, like, it takes nothing to do that. It takes absolutely nothing to do that. This is what I'm saying. With 200 you know? people, they're yeah. already in the ring for an hour. They could have got through that 200 people probably in about two, maybe two hours tops. I, I you know, we've seen photo ops and all that. It's, it's, it's uh, assembly line. Right. They, could have, they could have raised a ton of money. Now the wrestlers outside in the meeting group, you had to pay for them, but they're all, they're all, I think $20, which is really low for, for that. Usually at conventions, they're a lot more than that. There's some AEW stars. Sure. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but that money was theirs. I don't, I think that money was right. That's not going to the cause. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, anyway. you know, that's, uh, that's wrestling, man. You know, well, I, 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 I say the story because as we were talking, you know, the, the other night about actually running a show or something. Right. You know, there's just some things, there's some things that just seem like real obvious, you know, avenues to take when you're trying to pull off a successful show and it's like i mean i know everybody thinks they would be the best promoter but you know but seriously like i i look at like every promoter has like some sort of achilles heel you know <laughs> laziness is you seems to be the most <laughs> consistent well, one which i don't understand because it's like why why start something like that and then like barely take care of it you know it's like you know you got to water that plant every day man you know you got to put in your time and i just 
you know, but I mean, you can see like certain things like, well, they don't ever, you know, they don't draw any money because they don't ever do uh, sponsorships. And it's like, well, you know, that's a pretty basic. That's how you make money in the pro wrestling business. I mean, even on like the WWE level, they're making money from the sponsors paying Absolutely. for all that. I mean, like, that's it. They're not making the money on the gate. You know, the gates just like it's nice and it's extra and it's income, but it's not it's not keeping the, the lights on, you know? So I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. You see certain things like that and you go to a show like that. And you're just like, I just like, how do you not see that well, this could have very simply, yeah. been, you could have done, you do, could have done something where you would have like it, with minimal extra effort gotten to the goal of raising money for this guy Without you know, and 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 like you, it could have been so easy and so much more fruitful than it was. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm really, and I'm not going to bore everyone with all the details. There was there was like ten or fifteen other little glitches that were just dumb. And you're right; everyone thinks they could run a show and all that. And I, I get it, but there there is like a checklist in my head of things that if you're going to run a show, these are musts. You know, yeah. and 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 why, how, and why they missed signage put signs up line right. starts here this here's where the show is going to be vips right. here yeah you know, yeah things like that it costs nothing uh, like 10 cents to, to make print a sign you know just, it, yeah it yeah. put signs up there it's or have somebody of, standing there who knows what they're doing yeah it's a lack of organization you need to approach it like a like like a show you need to have you need to have someone who's you know the director and who's you know um delegating all of the various things that need to be done to certain people and you know you need to have you know people who are just in charge of you know getting the ring up you need people just in charge of getting you know the table set up and you know someone who's just in charge of the music and that's their only thing that they you know and i understand it can be hard to staff that sort of thing but it's it it, I don't think it's as hard as I think it sounds like a daunting thing. And it's like, where do you get all these people? You know how many students you could pull out of a wrestling school and just get them to come out and help just so and for their sake, just so they can, you know, they could start making connections. They get to meet all the other wrestlers. They get to, you know, they, they get a lot out of it and they're happy to come do it for nothing. You know, other than well, I, would say, uh, I would even say the fans. You could have, you know, a lot of conventions like uh, Fan Expo, CTV2, whatever, they they take a volunteer and they give you a pass. Okay, you work all day today and you get a pass for tomorrow. Or you work right. eight hours, say, and you get, you know, the rest of the day to do whatever you want. There's still, there's, yeah. there's, there's ways to do it. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, but people are like, well, you know, like, you know, who are we going to ask? You know, we can't get the wrestlers to do it. And it's like, well, you don't have to. I'm like, no, you this. don't get the wrestlers to do it. No, no, you get, there's other ways to, to, to staff a show like that. You know, I mean, especially with something like that, where there's a lot of people who, yeah, you could have fans, you know, especially if you have people who are like, you know, we always have regulars, you know, a lot of companies have their regulars and stuff. And some of those people would love to be able to help out and, yeah. you know, feel like they're contributing to the show somehow, you know, if they, you know, tore tickets at the door, they, you know, think it was great, you know, I mean, give them a t-shirt and they're happy, you know. And, and for the like, love of God, start it on time. Yes, please. It's just, just start it on time. I just, and I will say um, that when we have been, to the, the, yeah, when we went to the two freelance shows, 
they start right on the button. Yeah. And it and I and it is noticed. I also just in general uh do want to say that the from what I've seen, I have seen freelance online plenty, but I, you know, now that I've actually been to a couple of, you know, they're smaller shows. They're like, you know, weeknight shows and stuff. So it's not one of their big events. But um I'm very impressed with how efficient they are, the way that they run it and everything, but also the level of quality and the performance and the wrestling right. too. I thought everybody, everyone who was in any of those matches had were great. They were great matches, um, very solid. Um, the only thing I didn't like, and it's only it's it's at that place, and it's you know about it. It's not like it, it's not a surprise. It's not a goof. It's just the place. It's just that setup. I didn't like standing there. Um, yeah, you there know, was no three deep. It's and and there were people behind us. We were actually in the upper end of of the the crowd. It was and bad. I'm older yeah. and I get it, you know. But I mean, they also do shows where there are seats, so it's not well, it's see, not a freelance thing. No, no, no. It's here's the here's the thing. I I don't mind the standing, and I get it. But I don't think I don't think you should charge twenty bucks though. Then to get. <laughs> Like if you, because you're spending twenty bucks at a regular show, you get a chair, you know. That's true. Right, right. So if you're not getting a seat, you know, then like fifteen bucks or something, you know. But but it is the nature of the venue too. It's just, I mean, like yeah. even even at uh, you know, like when Robert Resistance Pro used to run out of uh, Excalibur and even uh, Bourbon Street. I mean, everyone there was standing. You know, it's not like everybody had seats at that. Well, Bourbon well, Street, there were a lot of seats. Excalibur, I don't remember. I was in the, the triple, the top deck. But yeah. I chose to be in the top deck. Yeah. I mean, there were, right. se there, there were seats on the, on the levels in Excalibur, but if you were on the main floor, there wasn't really, you know, you were just... No, Freelance's, Freelance's next show, I believe it's the 23rd, uh, they're going to be at the uh, uh, Logan's, the Kedzie or Logan Square Auditorium. Oh, kind of an old building, a cool old building. And yeah, they, they've run out of their there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There should they, be seats there. No, they I think they've run out of there many, many times, actually. Yeah. So um and I, I'm I'm certain that there were there were seats there. So but um but yeah, no, I just I wanted to say I was just very impressed with them as a company and the the quality of performers and you know seeing uh regan lydale out there in her fifth match just killing it was awesome totally at the crowd on her side oh man um she is she is uh supposed to be coming on the show so uh we'll get to talk to her more about that uh coming up soon so yeah yeah anything excited. else there uh mr rob lesky well i'm excited because tomorrow night i'm going to see Haley reinhardt local uh local oh yeah on, yeah uh, american idol years ago mm -hmm. you might know her from the wrigley's double mint gum commercial i believe she sings yeah gonna see her tomorrow in aurora so i'm uh, excited about that very good not as exciting as being in Cassopolis, but hey well when you when we reconvene you can uh talk and tell us how it was I will. I'll be meeting her beforehand. Well, don't like freak her out and then like throw her off so she can't. I've met her. her. I've talked to her several times. I've talked to her family several times. She's <laughs> like, so the callus is formed. She'll be okay. <laughs> See, there's the cheap shot again. All right. Well, I think with that, we uh, part ways for the for, for today. John, 
you know, if somebody wanted to check out a picture of you with your paper championship belt, um, where could they find you on social media? You're so jealous. They could find me at John's Beat. Just look up John's Beat. You'll find me. More importantly, you can find me on the John's Beat, or excuse me, the John GRL's network all over the place, whether it's podcasting, YouTube, Facebook, social media, uh, billboards, yeah. And if, if somebody really has nothing better to do in their life and they want to look up Tommy else, God knows why, what would they do? Well, they can find me, as always, at Tommy else on the gram, on the twit. You can search Tommy else on the tube. And now you can also check out the John G. Orell's podcast on the tube as well. But and not can, in the book. You're not in the book, huh? But what? The book. No. Not if it, I mean, we still have the page, I guess, but I, I don't tend to it. And I thought I deleted it. And people still are, like, commenting on it. So, oh, so cool. I, I, I know. I just feel like we don't need it, you know? Well, there's no need to delete it. You, well, want, me, I mean, you want me to handle the Facebook page? <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. I don't care. All right, I'll handle the Facebook. Page. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. So uh, anything goes wrong on that Facebook page, you'll know who to blame. All right, buddy. Well, with that being said, uh, coming to you from Stone Lake in Cassopolis, Michigan, I of course have been who else but Tommy Ells, as always, it's the man from Skokie, Illinois, the paper champion, the paper new media champion. From JohnG'sBeat.com, Mr. John Robleski. Sure. Say good, say good night, John. Good afternoon, folks.